Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes, perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast, Ask Casey, Episode 5. What is intentional parenting? Hey friends, welcome to this special bonus podcast today. I'm so excited. Um, I'm in the midst of a huge launch for my new program, The Intentional Parent Project. And today I'm going to take the opportunity to uh, share some of the thoughts and questions that people have had about this whole idea of being intentional in our parenting and uh, finding our calm and finding our cool in the midst of all the craziness that shows up on the parenting journey. So I'm really excited and um, I think that you'll take away a lot from this short podcast. I also encourage you to head over to the Intentional Parent Project page, which is www.joyfulcourage.com slash intentional parenting and if you just go to the joyful courage website you'll see intentional parent project up in the navigation bar that'll get you there too because i'm super excited about this offer and i just want to make sure that everyone knows about it everyone recognizes the deep deep value and the amazing takeaways that will show up after 10 weeks of being supported and focused on our parenting journey So as many of you know, I led a free program called the Joyful Courage 10 that started in at the end of August and um, just completed on just last week, September 2nd. And it was a fantastic program full of really committed parents who were just so supportive of each other and really working on bringing this idea of intention into their parenting. I've pulled some of the feedback, the thoughts that showed up on our in our private Facebook group, and I'm gonna share a couple of them here and just speak into it from the lens of what it means to be intentional in our parenting because I feel like intentional gets thrown out all the time, right? 
oh, be intentional or was that intentional? And, you know, when I think about intentional, I think about thoughtful. I think about um, (laughs) the movement it takes to stay committed to something that you've declared, right? So how many of us wake up in the morning and say, today is going to be a good day? Or today I'm not going to yell. Or today I'm going to stay in control and calm with my kids, right? We, we're making declarations all the time about how we're going to be. And then we get in the muck of being with our kids and being in the conflict and in the craziness. And those declarations earlier in the day go right out the window because we become emotionally triggered and we fall back on old patterns and beliefs. And you may have heard me, if you've listened a lot to the podcast, you may have heard me talk a little bit about this idea of old patterns and beliefs. Let me just speak into that a little bit. So you all know that I'm a positive discipline trainer, and the um, theory behind positive discipline is Adlerian theory. And Alfred Adler, he was this guy, he was one of the first social psychologists, but the biggest thing that came out of his work, well, one of the big things that came out of his work is that human behavior is based on the needs of belonging and significance. Yes, we all want to feel connected. We all want to know that we matter. And because we're all having our own individual experiences, we perceive the world around us, and we've been doing this since birth, We perceive the world around us. We make meaning about ourselves, about others, and about how we fit based on what we see. And then from that place of meaning, we start to form beliefs. And I mean, this goes way, way back, right? From the very first days, we talk about attachment theory and and, uh, how to respond to our babies. Uh, Ariadne Brill came on and talked about that last spring. It was a really powerful podcast. We are making meaning all the time. And when we were really young, we were really good at perceiving and observing. We were not so great around making meaning and interpreting what we were seeing, yet we still were forming beliefs. And those beliefs are what continue to guide us in the decisions we make and the behavior we engage in and the thought processes that we have throughout our day, in our relationships, through our experiences. So what this means for us as parents is a lot of that that automatic pilot, those automatic reactions that show up when our kids are not at their best, when our kids are challenging or in our face or falling apart, a lot of that response that we have is directly related to beliefs that we formed really early on in life. Um, It's directly related to the models that we had growing up, the parenting models that we had, and, and that runs deep, and that runs deep. Here's the deal though, it's not so much, and this is something that Alfred Adler said, it's not about what happens to you in your life, it's about what you decide to do. So, you know, you've heard stories. There's stories of people that have had really traumatic experiences and come out of it passionate, okay, ready to live and and work hard and and be their best. And then there's people that have had really traumatic, awful experiences and blame the world. So, you know, 
it's not that our experiences early on and our and our relationships um, you know give us a destiny of, of, of ease or a destiny of heartache it's just you know it is what it is and we all learn from the experiences of our past we can either learn how to design our own life and how to influence the world or we learn that there are people to blame and the world is against us anyway so that's where positive discipline comes from and so this whole intentional parenting thing is really choosing to design your life it's choosing to say hey I'm going to influence this experience simply by the way that I show up in it because we all know what happens when we get triggered and we fall apart and we yell right or we intimidate or whatever your individual way of (laughs) reacting to your kids is that influences outcome, right? Typically, the way that it influences outcome is that it damages relationship. And you know what I love to say, the most powerful tool we have for influencing behavior is our relationship with our kids. So it's really counterproductive when we get triggered and challenged and our reaction is something that actually pulls us apart from our kids. So anyway, Today, again, I'm going to share a little bit about some things that showed up in our Facebook group in the Joyful Courage 10 program. So I'm just going to share right now the first thing um, from one of the participants. I've had so many opportunities to practice my intention in the last two days. Some worked out, some failed. I had to apologize for yelling at my five-year-old this morning. I reminded her not to jump on the sofa, and she looked at me in the eye and jumped again. What should I have done? was what I should have done was take a deep breath or walk away and discuss it when we were both calmer. What I did do was flip my lid. Then I apologized. And then I remembered not to reflect the blame for my short temper onto her. I did not say, I'm sorry, but I just said, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have lost my temper. I'll try better next time. Will you forgive me? Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey, everybody. Listen, I'm so excited to give you an update on Songfinch. Songfinch delivers. 
I shared last month that I was going to have them create an original song for Ian, my graduating senior. Well, the song is done and the process of co-creating it with the artist on Songfinch was so cool. I got to provide details and ideas and then the musician of my choice wrote up the lyrics, put it to the music that I picked and... The results are so cool. I can't wait to surprise Ian with it. I will be sure to record it and share it with all of you. Songfinch is an innovative service that lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and it lasts forever. After moving through their process, you get the final results in four to seven days. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or anniversary, or even just a gift to show your loved one how much you care. Start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Go to songfinch.com slash joyful and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, which is a $50 value. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash joyful. Don't forget to share your song with us too. songfinch.com slash joyful. In my heart, I know this is a work in progress and takes practice, but in my mind, I want to be better at it now. I want to be done with flipping out and I want to be done with defiance. I know it will come. Transitions are hard. So I love this participant's share because she's spot on. Transitions are hard and uncomfortable. And when we're learning a new way of being in relationship with our kids, not only relationship with our kids, but really relationship with ourselves. When we're learning a new pattern, a new way of being, a new way of responding to life in a way that embraces personal responsibility, it is uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar. It's unfamiliar and it's really difficult to trust that your kids get the message and get the lesson when you're not pointing your finger red in the face and yelling at them. But I promise you, there are more effective ways of being in relationship and handling challenging behavior than blame, shame, and humiliation. So another one of the shares that showed up in our group was, I'm so stressed. My oldest is super sensitive. You say anything to her and she starts hyperventilating and screaming and crying. She swallowed her toothpaste tonight. All I did was ask, did you swallow your toothpaste? And she lost it. Then I lost it. I admit it. There are moments when I'm in my zen with this and other times when I'm like, I can't deal. Just felt like getting that off my chest. Again, I'm so grateful that this parent shared in our group because she's having the same experience that many of us have, that all of us have, right? We know how we want to be and we get really frustrated and discouraged when we can't be that way all the time. And this is something that... um, People have (laughs) called me on, I say it a lot. We are not robots and we're not raising robots. We are having an emotional experience. It will never be perfect. I mean, unless we're taking, you know, like mama's happy pill, 
we're just, there's going to be things that we react to in a way that we're later going to have to make right. And the great thing about that is that we are modeling the messiness of human behavior to our kids. You know, and it helps them to see a, oh, this is what it looks like to make it right with someone when you haven't treated them well. They're seeing, wow, it is difficult. It's difficult for other people to not freak out too. And if you're a kid who feels out of control a lot, it's comforting to know that everybody around you, you know, doesn't totally have it together, right? That it's really normal and, and, um, and that there's a way to make it right when you've hurt someone, when you've broken something, when you've hurt yourself. So, you know, here's me and I'm, I'm giving you permission. I'm saying that it's okay that you don't show up as your best all the time. My invitation to you is stay in the practice, right? Don't give up because it feels hard. Don't give up because it feels uncomfortable because discomfort is absolutely where courage is born, right? Doesn't that, does Brené Brown say that? She's amazing. Vulnerability is the birthplace of courage, I think is what she says. But discomfort just means that we're learning and we're growing. I mean, think about the physical growing pains that our kids have when their bodies are stretching, their bones are getting longer. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's painful. It's the same same situation when we're trying to change and shift patterns that are no longer serving us. And I'm here to say that if you are noticing, if you are going to bed at night feeling sad, feeling worthless, feeling down on yourself because you couldn't keep it together with your kids, because you didn't get everything done you said you were going to get done. If you're going to bed that way and, um, or even like, you know, sad about an interaction with your partner or with a colleague or with your friend, you know, feeling really down about that. What I'm asking, what I'm, I'm inviting you into thinking about is take a look at at the way that you show up when you are triggered, right? When you're emotional about something, what happens to you? And and we always start with the physical, right? Because it's easy to, to tap into what happens to you physically when you become triggered. From there, what's the emotion that most likely will show up? And then from that place, what is the story that you're telling? What are you telling about yourself, about others? I am a chronic blamer. Um, and I like to blame everybody for how I feel. And this is not helpful because, first of all, I'm not being accountable around what I've brought to any situation. Um, and, you know, and I recognize that too. And then I feel bad about myself because, you know, my job is to support people in their growth. And when I notice, when I'm going to bed at night and notice like, oh, yeah, what a fraud I am, you know. It becomes a conversation around lack of of self-worth and that sucks and so looking at patterns and and interrupting those patterns with some intention is going to change the way that you show up and it's not one time it takes practice think about toddlers babies becoming toddlers and how many times do they try to stand up and walk you know, they, they use the furniture to waddle around and hold on to. They stand up, they fall down, they stand up, they fall down. And even when they start to walk, they are wobbly, right? Use that experience, that metaphor, and put it into this experience of trying to break some old habits and break some old patterns so that you can show up better for your family. Okay, another one of 
the um, shares that came up in our group is I'm trying deep breaths. I'm repeating my mantra. I'm being love, gentle, and kind with my kids. And my kids still don't listen (laughs) to a thing I say. I literally feel like I'm going to explode. How many times can I calmly ask them to do something and have them not listen? How many times do I need to stop in the middle of what I'm doing to hug whoever is having a tantrum? Ugh, I just feel so frustrated. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes this first piece, this internal piece, isn't going to get you overnight results, right? And um, there's a mantra in positive discipline, and it's just called trust the process. And know that once you can get your own house in order, meaning your own internal experience, then you can start having conversations with your kids, right? So I love this share because it reminds me of that quote around um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, right? So, you know, with this idea, and this is something that comes up all the time in parenting classes, um, in my coaching sessions, in the Facebook community, my kids just won't listen. And um, I, I, it makes me smile and I relate and I feel like there is room to take a good look at the invitation into listening that we are creating so you know sometimes it requires us to change the venue or to change our tone or to change where we are yes there's times when I'm in the kitchen doing something and I just want everyone to listen the first time I ask them to turn off their screens and come to the table and I know if I actually walk you know, the 20 steps into the living room and get low and smile and say, hey guys, how are those games? Looks like fun. Time to turn them off so you can come eat some dinner. This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. 
Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. That's going to get me a lot further than hollering at them from the kitchen, right? So sometimes we just got to change it up. And again, changing it up requires us to be in our best self, right? To be in our intention and, you know, to be committed to, like this sharer said, loving, gentle, and kind, right? So, wow. And it might sound like, wow, you know what? I'm asking for help here and I'm noticing that nobody's moving. So I'm going to try something different, you know, and then ask again, you know, sit on the floor, sit cross-legged in front of them, give them a little tickle, give them a little hug, um, change it up. And invite them in and if they're older you you know you can invite them into the into the problem solving at a family meeting when everybody's calm you can say here's what I'm noticing and here's how I feel what do you notice right what do you notice about the afternoon time when it's time to come eat dinner and you don't want to get off your iPad what do you notice happens how does it feel for you let them tune into their own experience right and then you can speak into yours And then you get to say, well, what would be helpful? What should we try for this week? And then the idea around dropping what you're doing to hug the tantrum. So here's here's the thing. This there's no magic wand, and anyone who is saying that there is is a liar. So don't spend your money with them. There's no magic wand, but this is really about long-term parenting, right? This is about building skills, building relationship, and creating a home that feels safe, that feels connected, that feels loving. And that takes time. And the tantrums are a part of childhood. But when you help your kids through teaching them about their brain, through brainstorming tools that they can use when they're feeling flipped and making some kind of little visual about that, when you can be a partner to your kids in helping them navigate their emotional landscape, you are helping them build skills and those tantrums will become farther apart they'll become shorter in duration and the sting will be less i promise you and i can say this because i've been there right i have a highly emotional son and uh and we were there we were there when he was under five the tantrums were big and painful and long (laughs) and you know he's one of the most emotionally intelligent 10-year-old boys that I know now. So trust the process, okay? Now, if you're listening to all this and you're thinking, wow, this is really cool, I really, again, want to invite you in to checking out the webpage, Intentional Parent Project, on the Joyful Courage website, www.joyfulcourage.com slash intentional parenting, okay? Check it out and recognize how valuable it would be for you right now. It's uh, 10 weeks of support. 
You don't have to be at any specific place at any specific time. It's all online. There will be a couple of interactive webinars. Well, each week we're going to do an inter interactive webinar that will always be recorded so that if you can't make it live, you can watch it at another time. I'm going to be super active in our community and in our group, available for support and thoughts and ideas. It's going to be fantastic. So just check it out. Check it out and say yes and sign up. And signups are um, available through Sunday night. So that's September 11th till 11 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Okay. So I want you there. I want you there. And if you're listening to this podcast later on and, and this has come and gone, just know that this program is something that will show up again. So get on the Joyful Courage newsletter list. You can sign up at joyfulcourage.com and um, stay up to date with the offers. I'm going to um, provide this program again in the spring. So join me, right? Join me if you're listening and it's later into the fall or in the winter. Join me because intentional parenting is where it's at. And it's really about, you know, there's so many fantastic books out there. And, you know, a lot of the authors of those books have been on this podcast and I love them deeply. And I can't tell you how often I hear from people, wow, you know, the books are great, but then when I try to put it in action, it I, it just, it doesn't feel like a good fit for me. And so this Intentional Parent Project is really about helping you prepare the landscape in your own body, prepare your own self so that you can be ever more effective at using these positive parenting, positive discipline tools. That's the other thing that the 10-week program is going to provide, not only that internal work, but also um, the work of implementing positive discipline in your home. So I'm super excited. Check it out. And um, if you don't already follow me, I'm on Joyful Courage is on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. I'd love to have you follow me in any or all of those places. And if you aren't already a part of the Live in Love with Joyful Courage Facebook group, and Facebook is your jam, head on over there and um, ask to join the group. I'll accept you and you can be in on all the support and all the goodness that happens there. All right, my friends, um, big huge love to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And uh, till next time, next week, actually, Nicole Schwartz will be on next week talking about some back to school stuff. So routines and homework. Ah! homework battles and how to take the battle out of homework battles. <laughs> All right. Big love. Talk to you soon. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.